I'm Lauren. And I'm Annie. Welcome to Burf Welcome Barf. Welcome to Burf Barf. I'm going to say that's our best I, yet. Well, yeah, I would say, like, timing-wise it was. Uh, however, I did feel, <laughs> gotta admit, I did feel like being like, I, I'm, I'm Lauren. <laughs> if it's any consolation, it's a it's a different it's a different flavor of meh. But I was gonna I kept thinking today I'm gonna say, and I'm Annie, and this is my third sunborn already. <laughs> <laughs> I've had two because I'm also an idiot. Like I've just started putting on sunscreen inside my house for no good reason, just so that I get in the habit I know. of doing it. Like I really would like to get in the habit of just putting it on like lotion, right? Like just get yeah. up. Put it on as lotion. Be done. I mean, with you it. might suffocate all your pores, but whatever. Whatever. You don't need pores. <laughs> no. Plus, I I only have what you call physical sunscreen now, because um, Annie's super allergic to chemical sunscreen, and so I don't even buy it anymore in case I might spray it on the car next to her and Gracias like it gets all over her body. <laughs> yeah, no problem. But now I have all these super. I have like three different fancy versions of like physical sunscreen and so now i just use it as like concealer because it comes with like yes in it which i dig frankly which is great because it looks weird on tattoos but whatever it is encouraging to put it on your face because it's like a baby cream babies <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i just you're saying it creates an illusion of smoothness uh-huh yes oh uh, yeah, yeah it does but yeah third sunburn already We've only just started having actual sunshine, so I'm I'm not I'm not doing so hot in that arena. But like I and you can see that I was just too lazy to get my wingies because that's where yep, I this know. looks normal. I know. My wingies are gone. <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. I went running at midday last Saturday. Oh, I feel like you've got stuff locked and loaded to talk about. Race-wise, I also want to touch on some other shit that is not race-related today. Of course. So we actually have an outline. <laughs> no, it can't be an outline. We'll mess it up. No, I'm just kidding. We have a, we have, remember, no, we used to no. always have an outline. Those were the days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were the days. Um, I'm doing my best not to... I, I promise not to weigh in on this matter, but I can't help but notice that there's a certain other person in the ultra running community who also has a podcast whose podcast doesn't exist anymore. Oh, that kind of sauciness. I can't help it. I promise not to weigh in on this because, you know, it is political in nature, but like this whole explosion. You should clarify too. It's, it's ultra running political, not actual real life political. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the run bomb did some dumb things and apparently, uh, got called out real hard. I mean, the thing is, I won't weigh in on what actually happened or the run bum himself, but I will weigh in on the idea that, like, it's scary that if people decide they don't like you this afternoon, they could ruin your life and your career by tomorrow morning. And that is spooky. Even if I think the guy's a tool, which I do. <laughs> Remember that part where I wasn't going to yeah, weigh in Yeah, you lasted, it? like, two seconds. It's good. Well, he's just been a tool to me personally twice at me. So, I have a hard time not weighing in on that, but uh, I I'm not weighing in on, like, what the decree should be for the, like, what happens to him in the future. But I, I do feel bad when, like, even when somebody fucks up o- over time, several times, if the, if the fallout of that is that you lose your job and all of your social connections, I don't wish that on anybody. Not even the worst chode I know. I just don't. Yeah. Like... Even if you're a, a scum of the earth poop head, I, I really do not wish for you to have everything that you care about taken from you. Yeah. That just doesn't seem like a fair trade. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, I don't know. And there's also another side of me that's like, you don't get to talk about women in a negative way in this in this new world, yeah. which I'm happy to be a part of right now. So eh, I, I know that you, you are almost always hesitant to weigh in on these items, but just like... <laughs> Yeah, I can see it in your face, too, but, I mean, it's on everybody's mind right now. I know that everybody's in the ultra-running community, especially podcast community, is thinking about it. But, I mean, really the thesis of what I'm trying to say is, I just don't wish people ill. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want terrible things to befall people for, like, being a little bit of an idiot for a week. 
Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I, I believe that uh, forgiveness can be earned through uh, candidacy and hard work. So, like, yeah. if you fuck up, you know, I think you have to own it and then make uh, make amends directly with the people yeah. involved or just, yeah, yeah, which is a hard pill to swallow. So, and, and I don't know, yeah, about- I'm not in that position, so I can't imagine what that feels like either. And no, but I'm sh- yeah. I'm not defending him. Race directing is hard. I remember having a conversation with another race director friend of ours. And we were having a conversation about a third race director. Yes, really, just a chain and chain and chain. And he was talking mm-hmm. about, he said, you know, can you imagine what it's like to be a race director for 30 years and have 30 years worth of people's shit? Like, race director yeah, shit. Like, yeah. people sucking up to you for no good reason. People treating you like trash. Having to make the decision of uh, people not being able to do your races again because they're a douchebag. Like... Yeah, I mean, it's just a hard yeah. area to be in. Um, and I Oh yeah, it would take its toll. But I also do not feel like there has to be equal weight or time given to both sides of an argument because sometimes one side of the argument is one worth giving time to. So Yeah. 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 I do too. I mean, and I I've been a race director and I've seen tremendous heat, like almost soul crushing heat from doing like you know, not having the right kind of paramedic coverage or not sweeping the road or like, you know, just like people who came at me and told me I was a bad person for not knowing what to do and like not having the right coverage or insurance or like, uh, I mean, I had an, I hosted some elaborate races that required like paramedics, fire, police, uh, pacer motorcycles. And people came at me after that race, like, they wanted to put my head on a stick and nothing really went wrong. Yeah. Nothing. People got on their bikes. They raced the race. They got their medals and they went home. It's like, uh, strike that. No one gets medals in bike racing. No one gets anything in bike racing. Bike racing is actually, um, the least think like the least, uh, fanfare of any sport. Just when you think it's ultra running, you're wrong. It's bike racing or orienteering. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> no orienteering at least you know i've got a couple pint glasses this is true in this all true. my time cycling i don't think i got dick i got one medal from getting silver at the state championships like or the midwest collegiate championships yeah you don't get dick you don't get anything anyway let's talk about races let's talk about races i was thinking i'm almost to the point where i feel like we shouldn't say virtual races anymore because it just is the races. It's not yeah, even... Yeah, we should just say races. Race. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's talk some race results because uh, we've been banking um, virtual races and signing up for a shit ton. I've done some of them already. Um, I will probably use this as an excuse to post our personally made video again, uh, (laughs) because I love it because we're just signing up for every, we're just signing up for everything. So, um, these times are making me very materialistic when it comes to like swag and stuff. And that's all I need is just something to sign up for. Oh yeah, me too. I mean, I was telling Annie on a call earlier today, I have 11 medals and t-shirts that I'm waiting to get mailed to my house. And they will probably come between now and September. But that's a lot of goodies to be waiting on. Yeah. And I think... So I've done... I started with the Quarantine Backyard Ultra, I think, is my first official virtual race. And we already talked about that in a previous episode. And then uh, two weekends after that did the Yeti 24-hour challenge. So that's the five miles... Five miles every four hours for 24 hours. You end up doing 30 miles. Lots of people are tacking on one mile and doing that. So I did uh, the 24 the 24-hour challenge, which I cannot, like, stress enough how cool I think it is and how amazing, like, people are that are just, like, flipping the switch and doing an ultra over the course of a day. Oh, like, yeah. Le- I feel like... And I, I'm, I don't say this to make anyone feel like you have to be productive or do more than you've ever done. But at the same time, there are a lot of people that are doing more miles or bigger challenges 
than they've ever done before or people doing yeah. their first yeah. ultra via yeah. the Yeti 24 hour challenge. And I just think it's incredible what people have been able to step up to do just because they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this because there's I'm powered not- by loneliness. Yeah, there's Let's nothing else go. going on. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Though. Yeah, it's amazing. When there's nothing else to do, you have to run. Yeah. And I should say, too, so um, I had a really good time doing it. It was, like, the perfect level of intensity and chill. So, you know, doing five miles is not a huge chunk. Like, it would take me about an hour each time. You get three hours to rest in between. You can start whenever you want, but you need to run your miles every fourth hour on the hour. So pretty much no matter when you start it, you're going to have two to three weird loops timing-wise. And so I started mine at 8 a.m. on a Friday, which meant my weird loops were my last two loops, which was midnight and 4 a.m. And uh, there was a Zoom call set up for like four other people at least that were doing it. So we would hop on the Zoom call before we started our loops. So that was like a good accountability thing while also knowing that there was literally a hundred other people doing it the same weekend. Um, So it's like you were doing it solo, but you were together with a lot of other people and you still had to figure out how to manage sleep and nutrition. I went full on Ragnar food rules, which is when you run a Ragnar or anything where you're doing like on and off again running, you uh, for me, anyways, you damn near have to get eat like hungry. every 30 minutes. Like I find myself yeah. eating something like every hour in the time that I am and off then you cycle. Still feel hu- hungry as hell. Or as you would say, it's like throwing a hamburger in a dumpster. Exactly. So <laughs> I ate probably five meals in addition to snacks, Good. just like straight up meals. So, um, yeah, so that part was really interesting. And then needing to fall asleep. And get ready for the next loop and everything. And it was really nice because the quarantine backyard ultra, it was cool to run 50 plus miles. But at the end of the Yeti 24 hour challenge, I could say, I set out to do this thing and I did it. Check. Mm -hmm. It was very satisfying. Does that give you a better sense of like closure and achievement? Yeah. And satisfaction? Yeah. So if you're thinking about signing up for it, I think... uh, I think there's a couple more days that you can until you can register. They're also offering like tie dye t shirts, race shirts, which is oh, so good. And like that's the only thing that's appealing about I it. I know. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was really good. And I think so. The same weekend, was it the same weekend I did the Yeti four hour. The weekend after, so the same weekend I did Yeti. I think you did Bigfoot, didn't you? Mm-mm, I did. Running is not canceled. And that was so. That was your marathon. Yeah, but didn't we already talk about my marathon on the podcast? I don't remember. So what was your time for the marathon? It was a long time ago. Like 4, like 4.30, 4.40, somewhere in there. Like a 10.30-ish pace. And then you followed that up with the Bigfoot. Second fastest. Half marathon. Half marathon of my life. I'm sorry, just say and that again. The second fastest half marathon of my life. And I've probably run 10. At least. I've run at least 10. Can you believe that? Uh, no, because my fastest time is from, like, God, like, 2009? I don't know. Maybe even before that. Yeah, no, 2009 or 2012 and your, is my fastest time ever. And your pace was? Oh, God, I don't know, like, 835-ish? I don't know. I can't figure out the pace. I, I, ran, a, I ran a 154, which is... I didn't think it was possible. Like, I remember two winters ago with Morgan being in really good, like, what I call gelfy shape, where it's like, I could race an ultra tomorrow no matter what. And we did the Broke Man's winter warm-up together. And I was like, I just want to go balls balls deep and see if I can get a sub two. And Morgan, you know, she can phone in a sub two. But she lost me at, like, mile six, maybe, and I was gasping for air. And I got to the turnaround, and on the way back, I was like... I'm going to listen to Whitney Houston. I'm going to run okay. I'm going to run okay, but I'm not going to, like, blast. And I ran, like, a 217, and it was the hardest shit ever. So I thought, there's just no way. Not to mention, you haven't been training specifically for a half marathon and had just run a marathon the weekend or two weekends before. One weekend before. One weekend before. 
I don't know. So you guys know that I've been working on this thing called the new method, which is run every day as fast as you can. So far, so and good. Some days, some days as fast as you can is still 11. And some days it's eight. So you just, you know, it's about listening to your body, except for that it's not at all. It's about hearing your body and then not responding to it. Yeah. It's basically like driving a car without an oil change for as long as you can. Until Ignore that explodes. check engine light. Don't need to check your engine. Keep going. Only gas. So yeah. So I set out and I thought maybe I wouldn't do it because I had had a really bad reaction to a medication. Um, which some of you might know if you're diehard fans because you might have listened to an uncut version of one of our Whoops. podcasts. But I got covered in hives from a medication I'm taking for my lung. And uh, also was like, just super lethargic, really, like, had bad vertigo the day before. And I was just like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> so I woke up that morning. I slept in late. I made a big stack of flapjacks. I left the house at, like, 8, maybe. I got to the park at, like, 8.30. I sat in my car, and I made a playlist for a half an hour. That's how much I dawdled, and I am not a doddler. Yeah. But don't doddle. And it was probably like 63 and sunny when I started at 9 and just creeped up in temperature with direct, like bluebird sky, direct sun. It was hot. Uh, I thought I started too fast and then I just held on to that. I like basically just hitched a line on the back of an invisible fast person and just decided this is what I was going to do. The turnaround, I, I really thought about giving up. You'll notice that my middle mile, my center mile, is my slowest. Because I was like... Mm, your contemplation hard. mile. It wasn't like, oh mm-hmm. good, I'm over halfway done. It was like, oh, I have to do all that again. Yes. But then I was like, my body's still letting me do this. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Uh, and I even picked it up with like a mile and a half to go, which... You, I don't think I usually run negative splits. When I saw my splits at my first few half marathons, they're just like 730, 7.30, 7.30, 7.30, 10.50, 10.50, 10.50. Yeah, I just blew up into the fucking sun, but somehow ran negative splits on this. Um, it, it, was, it was good and bad. It was really sweet because all of the gritty titty girls were like blowing up my phone as soon as it was over. And I felt like, oh, I'm surrounded by a loving community, even though I can't see them. But then I also just got in my car and I was like, I, other than my girlfriends who already know and are like, yay, I have no one to tell about this because nobody cares. <laughs> it's just not like. Nobody cares you run all Not a crazy event. We're, we're marathons. Like, if I called my family and was like, I ran a half marathon, they'd be like, yeah, is that something that you do all the time? Yeah. 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 <laughs> nobody cares. They really don't. Also. So I felt. Yes. I was just going to say, keep in mind, and this has come to me after, and I don't know if this has even occurred to you, you ran your second fastest half marathon time wearing a pack with all of your stuff. Yep. Yep. So that just adds an element and like, I, you know. And it also like a- dodging, dodging bing bongs yeah. who are like not in a race. Yes. So just those things combined, like, I I just think that's so cool. And when you said you did an 830 pace, I'm like, that's like not a thing that I'm, I'm like touching at all. That's like, well, I might not be touching it either because I feel broken now. (laughs) I mean, I've been doing a lot of bike riding. I don't know that I'm doing 830s on a bike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's bonkers. I'm getting getting to the point of diminishing returns now. This week has just been like... Yep, yep, yep. Like dragging a truck. I also just want to put this timeline together for the listeners. This fast half marathon was the same day as our last beer mile. Oh. <laughs> what did I just say? You know you I just loose. said she ran her second fastest half marathon before running the beer mile in like 1030. Thanks for being my hype man. Uh, yes. I still contest that my time was 10.19. 10.19, yeah. But no, you put me down for what my watch said, which is fine. I pause my watch and then I have extra mileage. And so you gave me a time that is longer than the course. Oh, well, do your, put your official time in there. I just went based right. on Strava. Right. So 
I'm going to make it even easier on myself for the BBDBBM. Because I had a hill on the course last time, um, which was my lawn. And so now I'm going to put a table down on the sidewalk with an extension cord. And I'm going, I mean, I, I don't know. It's been a hard week on the bod. So the bod might just say no. It is just like a complete crapshoot with this. I'm pretty sure, and I know we're digressing from race results a little bit, but my, so my legs have not been kind to me on runs. I'm like 80% sure I'm going to do a, uh, I'm going to do a mile on Kirby, which is at a 22% incline. So I'm going to do a beer Kirby mile because running is not going to do. Running is not super conducive a for me. Vertical flat. beer mile? So it's not a vertical beer mile because I will not be doing a mile worth of vert. Oh. But it is technically a vertical beer mile. It is a it is a upwards beer mile. So we will see how my legs feel on Saturday. I plan on doing the Lauren Craft method and running or biking as many miles as I can during the day before I do the beer mile. That should help. Choice. But if it doesn't, I'm still going to get on Kirby and power hike my little titties off and chug four beers. Are you doing this inside the house? Um, Maybe. Like, I could do it outside. We've talked about moving Kirby outside, just for funsies. But... If cool. I if I run it, I will be doing it in my backyard because I think it will be hilarious. It just makes me happy the idea of like uh, taking that tiny universe of doing a beer mile like in your neighborhood where no one else is with you doing it. None of your neighbors what you're doing and just making it even smaller to very much like uh, being in my backyard and chugging four beers. No one knows guess. that you're no one but knows. you. No one but me. M- many of my neighbors knew that I was racing last week, and I also COVID cheated because I invited my neighbor Mike over to race with me. I'm, I might make a path so that we're running in opposite directions and mark the mark the point two five so that we can have our own race courses for safety. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, so I'll consider that as a safety measure. But man, I don't know. I, I'm worried that, that Mike will get me this time just because I'm I'm a bag of logs. I'm a bag of logs that are filled with worms you, right now. And wet dirt, mm. right? And, and wet, wet dirt. I feel like I'm, yeah, I am a mildew log filled with worms and wet dirt. Mm-hmm. Shit just falls off of me while I run. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am the log lady and also the log. And worms. Anyway, have you... Have you watched Twin Peaks? Do you know the Log Lady? No, but so I've not watched Twin Peaks, but I know the Log Lady because of Morgan's affinity oh, for looking accidental. like the Log Lady at times. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so back to results. So we did. So we should talk about the beer mile results. So you did a, just briefly. So you did your ten nineteen. You got first place out of I want to say eight people that submitted their results, which is pretty dope. I, I DQ'd because I went out on my fourth loop, threw up in my neighbor's front yard, decided to call it and come back. Like, it was aces. It was fine. I, no, There's been no indication thus far that they saw me, so it's A-okay. <laughs> we're all in this together, we're all you this say, together. while throwing up in their yard. Also, these are the people that I've been saying for years that I don't understand why we're not friends yet. Now I think I know. Oh. Now I you really fucked up. Oh, wow. You're the crazy person. So we did the beer mile, and mixed in there. So we both did the virtual vertical 5K, and you did. Well, I guess we could do this, and we could do this in order. So you did your first attempt, like what three weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, I talked about it. I talked about it on the podcast because I just like I went out and realized that the math of the hill is that like yes. no matter what, the length of the hill is still the length of the hill. Within the within the parameter of three point one, you can't stretch that out. Although you know that meme that's like the lady staring blankly and there's like math equations yes. all over. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel that because when so there's there's another factor. So it's not just hey whatever the vert is is the vert. Even if you maximize vert, if you can't keep your average pace where it needs to be, which is like what thirteen thirty? No, something it's like, like a twelve thirty two. Really? Something wow. like that. 
Yeah, I want to say it's a twelve thirty-two no. or something like that. It was. Holy I do shit. not think it was thir- I do not think it was thirteen because I think if I would have seen thirteen, I would have thought like, oh, no, it has to be thirteen because. Yeah, do the math. No, it's not because it's five k. It's three point one miles. So still do the math because I need to know. Yep. Because I was doing so. You guys already heard about the first time that I tried in Grandview. And I was also sick that day, and I was pumped to get it done, and I got, like, 600 feet. But I was like, barf, this sucks. And I think Laura Calm Toys made a crazy good effort at the dam, but had, like, three different, differing results for her gain. And none like of them, watch said, none of them were good. Said, I don't think any no, of, none them of them were valid. Made, well, oh, I mean, one of, like, the math of the hill, she said, equaled 1,200 feet. Mm-hmm. But her watch said 777. And then her Strava said 291. So, like, I don't know which one she submitted, but... And that sucks. Because uh, with the dam, I I don't think anybody's GPS wor- or their barometer works no, it well doesn't. on the dam. It's something no. about the dam vortex. All dams. It just seems... I don't know if it's because it's so short and steep that it doesn't pick up or what. There's, yeah, it doesn't capture it. So, you when did you do... You did your attempt uh, last weekend? Yeah, so I did my... First and only attempt, because, again, running has not been, like, a place of solace for me as of late, but I was like, I'll be damned if I'm gonna, you know, not start or do a virtual thing, especially for the Magic City Theater on Ice, folks, and our friend, our dear friend Jonathan. So, Mm -hmm. um, so my average pace was 1237, and I ended with 39 minutes and 26 seconds, so... That tells you how co- it can't be 13 because I was at 12.37 and just made it. Just yeah. made it. So I picked this tiny hill. It's uh, uh, about a quarter mile. It's that really punchy hill. I don't know if you've ever been to it with me. It's near, it's, it's, it, the top of the hill almost connects to Cherry Bottom Road in Gehanna um, on the way up to Morris Road on the bike trail. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, it's a quarter mile and it's about 50 feet of gain within that Next to quarter the new mile. bridge. Uh, no. Right after the new bridge? It's after. No. It's about, it's like, uh, it's about three and a half miles from the house. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's very okay. steep. So, uh, if I would have done that hill for the whole thing, I think I calculated I would get like 650 or 660. Mm-hmm. So which we've mm-hmm. determined is pretty much like how much you can max out on a hill that you have to go up and also down during the 5K, right? So I was going up and down this thing and keeping a track of my average pace because, again, there's another factor that you have to consider, which is uh, even if you could get more gain, like if you yeah. can't do the hill... Within the time limit, you have to come off the hill to keep your average pace down. So, like, I ended up doing, I think, 10 repeats of the hill, 11 repeats of the hill. Jesus. And I had to, I had to come off the trail once, like, towards the, like, three quarter mark, three quarter marks done to, like, get my pace down, then went back up and down the hill two more times, and then got to the very end and was like, oh shit, like, I need to, I need to I like need go. I need to go. So my split for my last 0.1 mile was a 737. <laughs> Holy <laughs> to, shit. And I made it in, so again, the time limit is 40 minutes and I finished my activity in 3926. So like I did, oh I had God. to, I had to haul ass. So like one, I, I was so satisfied with how much gain I got because I knew I could not do any more than that. Like, even if I had a bigger hill, the only way I could have, well, no, even if I had a mountain that went straight up the whole time, I wouldn't be able to hit the average pace. So, well, let's say, however, that if this is, if this is a litmus of your fitness, mm-hmm. you still have some fucking good yeah! fitness. Yes. Because if you can run that much gain at a 1230 yes! pace, you can still rip. Yes. And that, you can rip. That brings me to, uh, well. I'm going to mention this, and then I absolutely want to hear all the deets on your second vertical attempt, because it's bonkers. It's gritty. But a, a thing that I'm super grateful for these virtual events for is during the week, my running has not been, like I mentioned, a place of solace. It has not been, like, 
encouraging or a stress reliever, it's been like another thing that I feel like I can't do. I've made peace with this. It's okay. But each weekend, pretty much every weekend, I've had some virtual event lined up that I need to do within that time slot, or it's just what makes the most sense. And each weekend I've gotten done with whatever the vertical thing is for that weekend and been like, regardless of what happened this week, this is an affirmation that I've still got it. I can still do hard things. It's just shit feels hard right now. And that's okay. And that has been the most unexpected, rewarding things thing of these virtual events is to get done and be like, I went for a run on Tuesday and my leg hurt too bad to go around the block. But I went out and did 550 feet of gain at a 1237 pace. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, what do you yeah, want? Buddy. What else do you want? Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> For sure. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really great. I'm really grateful for that feeling because I have needed a weekly like, bing, you're good. Bing, you're good. So, but now I want to oh, hear yeah. about your second virtual vertical 5k attempt because it sounds bonkers and you've, you've shared some of it, but not like all the, the juice and the gritty dirties. <laughs> it, so I did not go to Clear Creek thinking that's what I'll do. Today. No, you just really you're dumb Here's in the happened. best way. I started on the meadow trail and was like, I can't run this loop today. It's so boring. I'm going to kill myself if I have to run this loop by myself with no one to talk to. I hate this. So I climbed to the top of the dragon's back. And at the top, I looked for the yellow lady orchid slipper thingy. Hasn't blossomed yet. And then I was like, you know, I think today's a good day to give another Today's effort. a good day to die. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, it's ex- it's like 12 hours past the, or like 9 hours past the time that you can submit a result. Whatever. So, I'm an idiot. So I thought, okay, most of the gain that you get is actually from the base to the middle of this climb. So I did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those. And then when I thought maybe I needed a lot more gain, I decided to run from the bottom to the top. Um, I did a couple road sprints. And then after I did a full bottom to top, I sprinted on the road relentlessly like a mad woman um, to get my pace back down with, and I think I had like. So you had to do seconds. that too. I didn't realize you had oh. to peel off too. Oh yeah, I had to hit the road to get the time back down because I did a lot of walking. But yeah, I finished with thirty seconds to spare, and I was afraid. I mean, but I finished with nine hundred and seventy-one. Yes, <laughs> that's so. Ins- that's insane. It was very frustrating, and here's why. Every time I would go up and come back down, literally every single round, a new couple with glasses and one hiking pole. Like, it was like being in the Matrix. It's the same fucking couple over and over again. A new couple would come up the hill, and I would just have to blast by them and be like, and like not say hello, not apologize. No I'm breath like, for that. No breath for that. Lactate threshold, completely beyond the threshold. Like, uh, searing pain, the wawa, like, red-cheeked, uh, just a sports bra with my white belly just hanging out, flapping around, uh, and I left my pack and everything at the bottom of the hill. So I'm just an insane person, and as soon as I get to the bottom, I turn around and come back up, so these people are like, this fucking lady again. Yeah. So everybody's frustrated with me, I'm frustrated with them, but I did that, and then I polished off with a few cool down miles but when i when i got to the bottom and ended the thing and son i had gotten over 900 i was i was just like full caveman out there i was just like i mean that's amazing that's so much gain like i i was stoked i was stoked do you know how much gain you got each uh each repeat like do you know how much gain you got in the short pitch and in doing the full pitch, I forget what that segment I, is. Yeah, so it looks like I got about 180 a time for the small For the pitch. small? Wow. I did a different, I mean, like, 
a couple of them I went past the mud turn. Sure. So between 180 and 200 for every single one. Yeah, because I guess that whole thing is like, what, 220 or 230, like very bottom to very it's, top? The Yeah, it's like 280. Is it like 280? It? it might be. Seven, 700 to 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and then as I was leaving and polishing off the whole day, I ran into fucking Reba and I was just like, mm, bathe in the warmth. Of just seeing some someone that I know and love. And I was just like, okay. Uh, but yeah, I left there and got me a chocolate milk. And went home triumphant. That's really, really juicy. And yes, shout out to Rebecca, who we're going to call Reba forever. Because it's my favorite. I feel Sorry. like I feel like you are Reba. I know Reba. she's not Reba. I know. I know she's not. But it makes me laugh. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for being a listener, Reba. And for, for doing the beer mile twice coming up and for letting us call you reba <laughs> oh god i can't fucking wait <laughs> so uh do we have any other race results oh i'm gonna share one more race result so i did the running is not canceled half marathon oh, yeah oh my gosh on a day where oh i did mine the day after our beer mile <laughs> so you did bigfoot yeah, half before the beer mile i did the running is not canceled half afterwards and I was stoked because my body felt like trash and like like injured piece of shit trash maybe from the beer mile and prior to the beer mile. And so I went out for my half and was like, <laughs> like we'll see how this goes. And I did mine in like an eleven thirty pace, which is smoking for me. And like uh, that's a long time to go that. Yeah. Steady. So I and it and I just again my. Juju was not great. It was like drizzly and rainy that day, and it ended up being perfect. So it was like a really good like palate oh, cleanser. And you know, again, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, and again, I was ha- I was carrying my pack, but yeah, I did my half in like two twenty eight or something, which I was super stoked about. So again, it was like that little like ping, like this is not a thing that you just that anyone can just pull out of their 228? ass. Two twenty eight. That's amazing. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so hell yeah. It's funny because it's like it's like most things when it comes to like you, yourself, your body, your personality, everything where it's like uh, you tell yourself a lot of shit that's just not true. And it's nice to get like an actual objective thing or outside Mm -hmm. something that's like like a real metric. That's like, yes, you're still a fucking badass. Yes. Like to be like, oh, I'm I. I feel like I'm not a runner right now, and to be like, mm, yes, yes, I am. No, I am. I, am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I just ran a half marathon, no trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good to feel that. It's good to feel that. And then I, I got to wear. So worried. And then I got to wear my running is not canceled hoodie, which is just one of the best things oh, ever made in the whole world. Is. And it I is. got mine in a two XL, and it <laughs> it goes to my mid thighs. I'm six foot tall, y'all. So like, that's a big <laughs> hoodie. It's great i can put my knees up in it <laughs> i regret not get, i the next time i have to order a hoodie i'm getting an xxl like you're not it's not like uh it's like a blanket it's like getting a it is. blanket it's did like getting pay, a hooded blanket did you have to pay more for it no then i'm getting a 2xl every time i get a yes, shirt because again. it's not like you're gonna get a hoodie and be like oh this is too big to wear out i look cute in this yeah. <laughs> Like we and I love them, but like our Trans Rockies hoodies are like my my Trans Rockies hoodie is like my actual size, and it turns out that's not how I like to wear my hoodies. I would like to be able to fit my seven year old, four and a half foot tall daughter in the hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see that Trans Rockies might be going virtual this year? No, really? They might. They're thinking about offering a two week long option. To run virtually and still buckle. I'm all for it. There was a time that I would be like... uh, That's silly. Well, and I'm not saying for me personally. I don't know if that that, like draws me in. But like, I there used to be a time where I felt like virtual races were silly. And now in this time of need, I'm like, everything should and could and should be a virtual race. Like anything that was going to be a race, make it a virtual race rather than just taking it off the calendar. Like it's such a... It's so reassuring. about it. Yeah, I, there's also like a winner for most virtu- vir- virtual gain, vertical gain. Um, 
And I'm going to be in Colorado during that time anyway for at least a chunk of it. So, and I, and I hope to be running a good deal of miles because I'm supposed to be pacing the back half of Leadville. Have they said when they're making a decision about Leadville? No. No. I know it's late in the game. They got to say something, but maybe it's better that they do hold off rather than flip flop. But if I end up in Colorado, I'm going to sign up for virtual trans Rockies unless it's a thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need another trans Rockies buckle that bad, but <laughs> although if they gave you all the swag that you would get otherwise, consider that like, then it would be worth a thousand dollars. It's least. the most ridiculous amount of swag. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember one of the days they gave us pajamas when you finish. Under Armour pajamas. Full time. No. And I feel like pajamas is giving them a recovery. Recovery garments. Recovery Recovery garments. Tops. I don't believe in that fabric, but whatever, you know, whatever you want. I still think every time I put it on, I'm like, recovered. Recovered. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know where I put that shirt because it looks so dumb in it. Feels but good I wear the though. pants almost every day. It's yeah, like, it, it makes me think of any movie you've ever seen where people go into cryogenic sleep to travel across the universe. Mm-hmm. These, and they put them in super fancy jammies. These are the, these are the garments they're in. These like very um, modernly cut like gray astronauts. garments. These yeah, are like, the Under yeah, like the astronauts, clothes. scientists of the future get to have these funky ass clothes to go into their cubes. And, like, Influenced by Trans Rockies. That's got to be it. Trans Rockies will send you across space during hypersleep. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, one of these episodes, it's going to be nothing but us doing taglines because it's my absolute favorite. It's my absolute favorite thing to do. So I'll have to, we'll have to make that happen. Um, Yes. Um, So. So we've gone through all of the virtual races that we've done i know we've talked about like the full calendar of virtual races that we have but i think you have a few additions since we've talked about that last time so you also have track is not canceled which i have that on my mm-hmm. to-do list to sign up for which is from wait you didn't sign up no for i haven't that? signed Don't up yet me. i won't i just haven't yet <laughs> so uh tr- uh, track is not canceled is where, and I don't know how they're doing results or if they're re- doing, doing results. They are doing results for every division like they would a regular track meet, which includes open masters, which is what I am. Isn't I'm open, is open masters typically 40? No, masters in track is like 20 something and over. Really? It is. Okay. Well. So you can have different people uh, be do different events on your team. So like 200, 400, 600 high jump if you know somewhere where the mats are out. Like for for real. Like it's it the the idea sounds very fun. I also like the idea of doing like if uh if I were to do like the 400 for our our team, I would love to yeah. go out and do like three different 400 meter attempts and just be like the best one, that one. Yeah, yeah. That you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. Um, I can't find it now. I'm. Uh, what age is Masters for USA Track and Field? It's super young. It's super young. Oh, oh, it's thirty five. Okay. Well, I'm solidly in that. So cool. Okay, I'm. I'm there with you. All but right. Yes, USATF Masters uh, offers long distance running, track and field, and race walking for athletes thirty five and older. Don't forget about that race walking, y'all. Hey, there is the race walking. I think they do a race walking uh, 50K or 100K for the Olympics, but not an ultra. I was recently hearing this discussed. There's like a longer distance in race walking than there is in uh, running. Yeah, in typical running. Uh Yeah. 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 Um, So you have that. I don't know how how we got here. Yes. And you also signed up for... The, the Great Run Across Tennessee, or whatever the hell it's called. Uh, another Laz and Derb creation that they've made over a million dollars on. Have they, have they gone up yeah. to, like, 6,000 oh, people yeah. or something? S- six. No. 16,000. Oh, 16,000. Okay. Wow. 16,000 16, people. That's so Maybe cool. Maybe more by now. Um, 
Yeah, the vir- the great virtual race across Tennessee, 1,000K. You have all summer. It's like about, I don't know, what, between 150 and 170 miles a month. Uh, it's doable. It's doable. We should give a shout out, even though she may not be a listener, but we're, you know, we're still fans. Kimberly Durst, I think, is like number 10 or something right now. Holy, I've never, I can't, I don't know how to find the leaderboard uh, because I'm an idiot, but 18,235 people have signed up for this race. That's so cool. Again, this is one of those things where it's like, uh, like, I'm sure a lot of those people are ultra runners already, but I'm sure there are people that have signed up for that and will complete that event that that's like the most mileage they've ever done. Like, it's just, I just think people are incredible. Think about this. I will. You know who's in, you know who's incredible? Whoever ships 18,000 t-shirts. I have considered this. I've considered this. How the fuck do they have an operation that is big enough and efficient enough to ship 18,000 t-shirts? Can they hire an outside company where it's all digitized and it just sends out from one central location? I'm sorry. I I know it's boring. I know. But it blows my fucking mind. I know. The The logistics are incredible. They really are. I don't get it. So there's that. And then I'm considering can't stop, won't stop running. By the Which way, idiot. you putting your glasses on adds so much emphasis to you saying you're, you're considering. <laughs> I can't see you very well. So I, so. It's me, Annie. Um, is it you in there? Uh, yeah. Uh, so the tiers are 750 miles in 10 weeks, 500 miles in 10 weeks, or 250. Or maybe 100 as, as well. But the only goal is to get your name on the back of the t-shirt for the tiered amount that you ran. But the highest tier, which I would almost always say yes to in my life, is an average of 75 miles a week for 10 weeks. And that is not something my body has ever done. Ever. How about just do like 100 miles a week and then 50 miles a week and then 100 miles a week and 50 miles a week? Have you read about this guy in Brooklyn who's running a 100 miler every weekend from a treadmill on the inside of his house? Yes. My sister sent it to me. It's like what people, what like, sorry, not a lot of normies listen to this podcast, but like what the normies do when they're like, oh, she likes the ultra running. Did you hear about this fucking bing bong (laughs) who's running 100 miles from his treadmill? This is the new Barkley Marathon. Like, oh, you ultra run? So do you Mm -hmm. run 100 milers in your home around your couch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, no. She's like, is this something you want to do? And I was like, nope, I'm cool. And I don't want a treadmill, so everybody's safe. I mean, from my stupidity. Thank goodness we can still go outdoors and like, because I have to say, who knows what you and I would be doing if we really were only allowed to be like on our property. You know what I mean? Like, I would have worn a dirt ring around my backyard. Uh, you probably would have done the same. Like, I think I would have ordered like a weight rack. Yeah. By now. Just slinging I'm and grunting serious. weights in your front yard. I mean, I would have. I would have put a. I would have put it on a credit card, and I would have purchased like a full squat rack, and like the whole getup, and just been like, uh, I'm a power lifter now. This is just the cost of being a door. Although, if you would get just open a credit card to get that, wouldn't you just open a credit card to get like a treadmill? Yep. 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 Or yep, all yep, of yep, it. Yep. That's true. That's true. <laughs> There's not really a place in my house for one. We'd have to literally get rid of furniture in order to make it happen. Not in your basement? No. What about your garage? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That would be the only place. I've considered. Um, we had a we had a crappy second treadmill that's been outside a bunch and we talked about setting the treadmill up outside so that I could pretend to like run outdoors but turns out there's too much (laughs) bird shit and leaves in there (laughs) so I'm glad I'm glad that that wasn't you know my only thing of last result so anyways uh I think we've covered all the other races that we're signed up for so the great toilet paper chase the lockdown virtual adventure race, which is like a whole other thing that I'm like super stoked to get into. And uh, what else do we have coming up? I'm forgetting a staple virtual race, I feel like. Maybe not. Are you? I mean, um, you're signed up the... for 11, so I can't imagine yeah. that we've forgotten any. Um, well, I am doing the Cincinnati American Lung Association Lung Force race. 
I don't even know what that expression means, lung force. It's that it's something. I feel like those words have is staying it? power, if nothing else. Well, whatever it is, I'm racing it. Um, anytime between June 1st and June 30th. I'm also doing yogging with a soft J5K. Excellent. Um, I'm, I don't think I'm going to... I don't know. I was on the fence about Limitless Vertical Challenge because I feel like the lockdown four-day event is going to take so much blood from me because it is... You have to accrue 21 hours over the course of four days. Yeah, it's a lot. And that's that's going to be hard. Yeah. That's going to be really hard. But yeah, I think the one I was thinking of was Limitless. So I have officially signed up. My goal is to... At oh, least, did. at least Everest on Kirby over the course of the week. Okay, we'll see how that goes. I think this is just going to be. If I another... had a Kirby, I would do it too. Yeah, you know, there's not many Kirby's because lots of treadmills. As soon as you put them up on cinder blocks, it's like they weren't designed for that or something. The belt just starts slipping. But we'll <laughs> we'll see if she can handle an Everesting over the course of a week, which sounds like a double entendre, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah oh boy but all kinds of good stuff um well i think that that's it for today um if uh, per usual you guys we continue to do happy hours on fridays and gosh beer miles on most saturdays it seems um just a <laughs> reminder if you are on the fence about doing the beer mile we encourage you to reach out and message to get the zoom info so you can be on the video call and be a dumbass with the both of us and others um feel free to do a beer mile a seltzer mile a cider mile i think god i think if you did 12 ounces of water four times it would still be Ooh. a hell of a challenge so um, yeah. whatever your flavor or not flavor like please message for zoom info on facebook or instagram or you can email us at birthbarf at gmail.com and we will get you on the zoom call and uh as usual, if you want to support us, especially during these hard times, we appreciate it, but uh, certainly not required. You can join us on Patreon and join the gaggle of barfers there and continue to tag us and mention, like, as we keep you companies LFTs. out. Yeah, LFTs. And as you're out on activities and we've kept you company because it's it's selfishly a boost for us, too. So absolutely, thank you for allowing us to occupy some of your brain space. On our precious, uh, precious And we miles. will get to the the not running, well, somewhat re- running related, but the not race related topic that I wanted to discuss today, we will hold for tomorrow night. Oh! So we will bait, bait you with that information. Okay. To know that you need to listen to us on our, um, our happy we hour. usually get into a very, very juicy conversation on happy hour, and we always welcome your deep, dark, dirty little questions about anything. It's our favorite. We'll, we'll really yeah. answer and discuss pretty much anything with... Uh, the same intensity we do everything else which is a lot (laughs) it's a lot all right folks well until next time we are burf